0: go to Colossians chapter 3 and let's read here go to verse one chapter 1 verse 13 I want you to read that someone for me see now when I, if I need a reason to make Jesus Lord that would probably be the only reason that I need. He did what? He rescued us. From where? From the dominion from the or the domain of what? Darkness. And what did he do, y'all? He transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Keep reading. So so therefore, hold on before you go on. Watch this. If you are saved, then you are now part of God's what? Kingdom. Because the Bible says that that's if you're really saved now, that he rescued us from the dominion of darkness and he didn't just leave us there, he transferred us into his what? Kingdom. And every kingdom has a what? A king. And who is the king? Amen. Go to the next verse. Go go ahead and read on. Read on for me. So who's reading? Woo. See that? Who's benefiting from this transfer, from this relationship? We are. God rescued us out of darkness, right? He took us out of darkness. He put us in, he put us and then he redeemed. Now, do you know what the word redemption means? What does it mean? To buy, to buy back, to redeem you. Now, let me ask you a question. What is he redeeming you from? Okay, I want you to write this down. From the slave market of sin. <laughs> because you and I were being sold for cheap. Amen. Now read on, read on. Go on, read. Go on, read. The image of the he is the what? The image of the invisible. Woo, thank you, Jesus. He is the what? Now, Adam was the firstborn, but Jesus was really the firstborn. He was the firstborn of what? All creation. Go on, go on. Now, here's what I want you to pay attention to. Let's look at, let's do an observation exercise real quick. Look at at, verse 13 through verse um, 16. Count how many times you see he his or him? One, two, three. And then verse 16. Four, right? So that what's that telling you? It's imp- ah, Whenever you see repeated words, it's important. So that tells me it's all about him. Right. Look what it says. This is my favorite passage of all the passages about Jesus. Watch this. For by him, all things, all, listen, saints, you got to get this. You, I hope you can get this on a cold Sunday morning. Listen to me. Real good. There's nothing that Jesus did not create. But oftentimes as believers, we compartmentalize him. We leave him out. He says for by him. Now, unless I'm, unless I'm wrong, correct me, please. He says for by him all things. Now, what things is he talking about? Huh? Everything, Everything that's right. Amen says, for by him, what? All things are what? All things have been what? Created both where? Oh, man. In heaven, in the heavens, and what? Come on, help me. Mm-hmm. The chair you're sitting on. How is that possible, though? How is that, po- that possible? Let's talk practicality now. How is that possible? He created the person that had the idea. And then he put the idea in the person's mind and the person created the chair. <laughs> okay, but the original creation, the original idea came from who? From God. There's no way a man will just sit down and say, I'm mean, going to create something without God being in his, being somewhere in the vicinity. But here's the thing. God created us with a God conscious so that we can know him. But if Jesus is Lord of your life, the text says he is, He. for by him all things for by him. I just can't get over that. For by him all things were created both where? In the heavens and on the earth. Visible, come on. Whether thrones or what? Rulers or what? Because by him... All things were what? And then what? And then he says, look what he says. He says, not only things visible and invisible, but he's also now talking about authority, dominion. Okay, so that everything that happens, listen, your supervisor problem that you don't like, guess what? He placed that person there. There are people in authority in your life. See, when Jesus is Lord and when you understand Lordship, right, you're going to have a different worldview. Your worldview is going to be totally different because you're going to see everything through the eyes of Jesus. You want to know why? Because you have the mind of Christ But here's the thing, saints, there are a lot of believers who stay in the same condition, in the same condition they were in when they first got saved. See? So in other words, they never mature. Now watch this. He says, whether dominions or ruler, dominions or thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things... There it is again. Have been what? What? And what? We were created through Him. The day we accepted Christ, when He back up the verse thirteen. What does it say in verse thirteen? From the what? Okay. Right. That's how he created us. But he created us before that. the, the, The creation that he did on earth by dying on the cross was our redemptive creation. So in other words, he saved us from sin. We were born this way but he saved us, but it was through him. See, and so when it says all things have been created through him, and what? And what? And for him. Let me ask a question now. If everything was created through him and for him, then what does that mean for us? That we exist for him. But why do we struggle so much making him Lord when the primary focus of life should be him after you've been rescued from the dominion of darkness and have been transferred into the kingdom? But oftentimes we, we struggle with that relationship when, when we should not struggle with that relationship. Go to verse 17. Ah, okay, right there, right there. You want to make Jesus Lord of your life? How many want to make Jesus Lord of your life? Let me tell you what you got to do. You got to put him before everything, all things. You and I must put him before what? It says he is before all things and watch this. Let me show you something. When Jesus becomes Lord of your life, saints, everything will hold together. He is the divine cosmic glue. Listen, some of you going through right now, you got stuff going on in your life everything is falling apart. You got stuff ungluing. You got stuff happening over here. You got stuff going on. You want to know why it's going like that in your finances right now? Because he's not Lord in your finances. If he becomes Lord of your finances, the text says he is what? Before all things and in him. In him. All things do what? Why 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 do I break down in my mind? Why do I why am I struggling with, 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 with certain things? Because he's not, he's not going before everything. Listen, I had to learn this. I had to learn this. I did not know what it meant to make Jesus Lord. I was just winging it. I was going to church and I was just kind of like trying to fit in and I was trying to do the best I can. But then I got the teaching on lordship and it said to me, listen, you got to take this thing seriously. Listen, if you make him lord over everything, when I made him lord, when I put him on the throne of my life, Then everything started to fall into place. Why? Because listen, listen, he was holding it together. Listen, you don't leave him out of your life. You don't compartmentalize him when you go on vacation, when you take your breaks, whenever you, whatever you do at the job, wherever you are in school, when you go, especially our kids, when you go to school, you're still a Christian. If Jesus is Lord, If he has first place, this is what your life looks like. Oh, I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough time for church. I don't have enough time to read. I don't have enough time to do this. You know, and we're all, look, this is it. Everything, everything, just everywhere. know why everything is everywhere? Because you're trying to fix it. You can't fix it. Why can't you fix it? Well, because you and I don't have the power to do that. Now, listen. A man, listen, (laughs) watch this. A man may say, I'm strong. I'm a provider for my family. But he's not the one providing for his family. God has given him the strength to provide for his family. That's how you're able to wake up every day. Because through him, he's given you the power. How many you wanted to give up, but you didn't give up? God gave you the strength. So when Jesus is Lord of your life, when you have totally surrendered your life and say, okay, Jesus, sit on the throne of my life. I'm no longer going to be self-yield. I'm not going to yield. I'm not going to put self on the throne. I'm going to put... You on the throne, look what happens. Everything starts. Now, listen, is it going to be great? No. I I posted something on Facebook, on group me last night about faith. What did I say? Faith, Faith, right. Faith isn't always easy, but it makes all things possible. possible. That's right. You follow what I'm saying? And so when Jesus is Lord and your life is directed by him, listen, it's not about you being super spiritual. No, 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 no. It's about you saying, let's start right here. God, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to take over my kids, take over my, my wife, take over my relationship with people at work, take whatever things you're struggling with right now. You have to put Jesus there first. Why? because watch the text go back to the text the text says what does the text say verse 17 he is what before all things saints you have not you know you know i said last week i left you this way last week i told you that you have to say lord your will remember i told you that uh, you know lord if it be your will right now you have to say god you are what before all I'm putting you, Lord, today I am surrendering and I'm putting you what? Before all things. Why should I put him before all things? Because without him being before all things, everything else is falling apart. Anybody been there before? When 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 you were living and everything was falling apart because you had taken Jesus off the throne of your life. How was that working out for you? It wasn't. was it? Look what he said. He says, he says. He is before all things, and all in Him, all things hold together. Go to verse verse eighteen. What does it say? Watch this. This is the part I re- This passage. The part of this passage I read. I really enjoyed Colossians one. I, I, it was. It's a passage that really has blessed me beyond measure. Watch what he said. He is also the what. The what? Now listen. Let's talk about it for a minute. Some of us struggle come church. Some of us struggle with the church. Your struggle is not with the church. Your struggle is with Christ. Because he's not Lord. Because if he was Lord of your life, you wouldn't have no problems coming. Amen. Now, here's what I'm trying to say to you. If he is, no, he is the head of the church. Why would I not want to come to the place where where my Lord is every week? I mean, think about it for a minute. You know what happens to me when I'm I'm struggling? I go to my prayer closet. I go there and I stay there. I sit there. I sit there and I, I pour out to God. Because sometimes I don't understand some of the nonsense that's going on in my life. But getting in his presence, but let me tell you something what brings me even more comfort when I walk through these doors. I feel safe. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I feel secure in who I am. God literally takes... Listen, when I'm in here, I don't even think about nothing that's happening out there. Because I know who's the head of the church. Who's the head of the church? Christ. The pastor is the under-shepherd. Under the shepherd. And when you have a good pastor, amen, you ought to say, man, I see God in you, pastor. Because you speak into my life and my life is no longer the same. That's how he communicates to you. But if he's not Lord of your life, then you're just going to come in here just any kind of way to be like, yeah, whatever. I'm just... How many went through this? You were just struggling to get here. (laughs) Right? You just... I mean, and and listen, you're showing up because you have a position. And you know you got to be here. You got to be on post. So you just kind of showed up. But you struggled to get here. See? It happens to the best of us. But whenever that, whenever that feeling starts coming on you, you have to say to yourself, okay, is, no, is Jesus still Lord? Is he still Lord of my life? Because watch this. He is also the head of the what? And he is the what? The firstborn from the what? So that he himself, Jesus does not want to be in competition with anything else in your life. Nothing. Your kids... Your wife, your whatever, your, your family, whatever, your job, whatever. He does not want to be. Matter of fact, he can knock out the competition if he wanted to. But because of grace and mercy and free will, he allows you to make the choice because if he knocked out your competition, it wouldn't be fair. That's the kind of God we serve. He's merciful. So what he does, he lets you go through your little tantrum. And he lets you go through your little times. But he says in this text, he says so that he himself will come to have what? To have what? Underline it. To have what? Can I ask you a question this, this morning? Does he have first place in your life? It's a good question. If you really want to make him Lord, he has to come. Now watch this. Why wouldn't you not want him to have first place if he's the one that's holding all things together in your life? See? But Satan is so tricky and he's so, you know what I mean? He's so crafty that look, whenever you, whenever you get information, okay. (laughs) All right. Guess what he does. If you don't understand it, he snatches it from you. Do you know that? Did you know that? Whenever you don't understand, that's why when we're in this setting, you ought to ask questions. Pastor, what that mean? Don't understand it, because whenever you don't understand it, he snatches it from you. Because if you understand it, you'll start living differently. This is possible, y'all. Just like I believe it's possible for you and I to change the way we think. You know why I believe that? Because the Bible says that you and I have the mind of Jesus. How did I get? The, how did we get the mind of Jesus? I accepted Christ, okay. What else? Huh? That's it. That's it. Through the Holy Spirit, because this Bible says, no one has known the mind of God, but the Spirit of God. And we have, come on, I'm giving you some deep stuff today. Watch this. And we have the what? The Holy Spirit. So therefore, we have, or we know, Or we have, I should say, the Bible says, the mind of Christ. So if I have the mind of Christ, that means I should be thinking differently. I should be able to do what 1 Corinthians 10 says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. See, our thinking is what what it does in our thinking. And Satan gets us to, to, to not believing this. Check this out. He says he's holding all things together, right? Go on to the next verse. So therefore, if he's holding all things together, he is the firstborn from the dead. Do you know that that's big? He's the first of everything. He was the first man to rise from the dead, right? Watch this. So that he himself, he said, what, what the text is saying, because of what he has done for us, By dying and raising from the dead. He said, because of that, then therefore, what? He himself should come to have what? Can I ask you something? Who has first place in your life right now? Oh, I'm sorry, what? Because whatever has first place is your Lord. It's what you're serving. See? When Jesus is Lord of your life, you can go to work and it will show in your character. He has to come before everything. Listen, when you get up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? It's the first thing you do? Brush your teeth? Go to the restroom. Go to the restroom. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up, right? Okay. Then you go to the restroom. <laughs> okay, then what do you do? You go get your coffee. Then you go get dressed. Then you go take a bath. Then you get it, then you get in your car and you go on to work, right? You go. the first thing I do before I brush my teeth or anything else I go straight into my prayer closet and I say Lord you take me just as I am because, because here's the thing because he's holding my life together if I stop praying today I'm done I'm done it's over for me because the old man is still there He's just dying daily. All right, the old man is dead. You want to get some of you want to get mad and angry, and you know what I'm saying. You want to, you really want to say to some folk that you know, you want to tell them what's up. But the thing that restrains you is him, because when he has first place in your life, he he controls everything. Go to the next verse. I love this scripture. For it was the father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell where? In him. Is that powerful? Watch this. Turn turn over your sheet. It says, the statement Jesus is Lord means that Jesus is God. See that? Those of you who have week one's handout. Jesus has all authority where? In heaven and earth. I did that on, on Tuesday night, right? He's the Lord of the what? He is the only, our only sovereign and what? Lord. He is in fact the Lord of what? He's what? He's Lord of who? Revelation 17, 14. He is what? Listen, he is Lord of lords. He's what? Lord of Lords. And so today as I close, I want to invite you today to reevaluate your life. And ask yourself the question, is Jesus before everything else in my life?